Hi, and welcome back to the Cheeky Crypto Podcast. My name's Chris, and I am joined by none other than JB. How are you, JB? What's going on, guys? Yeah, everything is hunky-dory here, mate. Nice, uh, nice chilled out couple of days here. Obviously, we had the FOMC minutes yesterday, which was unbelievably underwhelming. The fact we've seen more, um, what would you call it, more, more price action came off the back of the CPI data, which, again, for me, was quite underwhelming. Um, yeah, I was quite disappointed with the way the, the markets worked out yesterday, everything going over in America. Obviously, previously, we've seen these be high volatility days. And, you know, it kind of traded sideways most of the day. It wasn't most exciting of times where we're, we're anticipating a more fun um, period. So, obviously, we had the, the channel um, in Discord yesterday. It was absolutely booming. Many folk in there. So, we do plan on doing these more regularly. I think it's going to work very well. It's great for everybody getting in there, having a little chat about everything going on. So, yeah, going forward, I do expect these to be a lot better. America need to pull their finger out of their arses and make this good for us. They definitely do. I think um, I'm still expecting the market to to be volatile. We've uh, recently sort of uh, been discussing sort of like the the performance of the the channel and you know how we obviously called out the um, the lows in in May, um, sharing you know the purchases that were were made and uh, you know for those of you that aren't aware, perhaps aren't Patreon members or in the Discord. Uh, we log down all of our buys, our sells, our stake in, like all of the movements that Nick and myself make in the space. Uh, so I shared some of those, you know, throughout like June. Um, you know, the 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 next pullback, which we also called, which was in November. Um, you know, I think I the, the lowest I bought was around fifteen thousand eight hundred, um, according to to the logs uh, for for BTC. So you know, I see. A few comments from people that you know perhaps haven't been watching closely enough or misunderstand what's being communicated uh on some say some of the videos um that you know we're just upset that we missed the bottom um no we're, we're actually been very accurate through this this whole entire bear market right calling each and every bottom so far uh very accurately and purchasing bitcoin at you know almost half the price it is today so um yeah i wanted to share some of that stuff sort of uh remove some of the 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 nonsense from from the comments of some of the videos it very gets gets very toxic at, at points i like it to an extent though because now hear me out with this one i know it sounds very odd to say that when folks start to get toxic it, it's fear it means that they are uncertain of what they're doing and to an extent it, it kind of validates what um we feel our narrative. I'm not deviating from our narrative, and I've said it many times that target 10k is still where I am. I do obviously I can see it going lower, but I've phrased it as target 10k. I do see a major pullback coming for Bitcoin. We've obviously had the upgrades in Discord with the new the new trader elite tier, uh, the channel and the traders tier. Sorry, where we obviously document some of the shorts we're forecasting. Obviously, the monster short for Ethereum's in there that activated earlier on today. Still. You know, it's moved up a little bit, but you know, it's fine. We we've documented how this is going to structure moving it way down. The Bitcoin short came out today. I think that's maybe um well underway as well. So, you know, the 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 narrative right now in the space is so uncertain that I think you're gonna find many bulls start to question yourself very soon the way everything is happening. Obviously all the news came out about Ethereum with the Shanghai upgrade, all the locked stake 
uh, the locked staked Ethereum that's going to come back to surface. Yeah, um, I'm stick to our guns here. I'm definitely sticking to my guns. I just I, it's not a bull market. We're definitely a, a, um, a bear market rally that you know we're going to see lower lows. And I know folk in the comments are going to hate that, but I'm afraid it's just the way I see the market. We're going to see lower lows. Yeah, and I think it's really important, right, to to stick to to what you believe and not be swayed by by others i talk about this uh, an awful lot you know the you know the fact that if you read something enough you uh told something enough that it becomes the truth even though it isn't and we've seen this you know we've experienced this what we're experiencing now is uh a, in my opinion a bear market rally uh which we were saying to expect bear market rallies at the uh, end of last year. Uh, and that is very much what's been delivered here. And um, it's been compounded by, you know, the traditional banking sector uh, and fears there where people are basically realizing that, you know, fear is a big Ponzi scheme and the banking sector is uh, far worse uh, and you know is unsafe in comparison to you know perhaps some other opportunities out there and other financial instruments and i think you know this stuff's really compounded the the situation the timing's been um you know impeccable for bitcoin and i do see you know and listen to to other people's narratives around you know bitcoin was made for this like it was made for it jb um but I always come back with, you know, uh, an answer to to combat that, uh, and that is timing. And um, the infrastructure isn't really in place for the type of mass adoption that is required for, let's say, uh, the $1 million, um, you know, uh, bet that's going on between the former CTO of uh, Coinbase and somebody else on on Twitter. Like that's for me is going to be an epic, you know, uh, egg on the face moment for for that individual. And maybe this is the reason why he's no longer the CTO of Coinbase. Maybe he's lost his mind. Um, it's just not going to happen. Do I think that it will get there eventually? Yes. But it's all about timing. It's all about time horizon. It's all about uh, risk management, and uh, this is what we've kind of been saying on the channel for for some time. We expected bear market rallies. We got that. You know, it's doubled in price. You know, more than doubled in price. And uh, you know, we're we're sat here in some some juicy profit right now. If you look at the buys that we made, uh, the sales that we've made. You know, I, I mean, I sold all of my ADA on the thirty first of May. When I was also saying that perhaps uh, it wasn't a good time to to be purchasing crypto, uh, and then we saw the low which we were calling out in June. I think it was the 18th of June. Uh, I made 30% additional uh, ADA on that swing trade. Um, you know, I, I don't think there's any other channel that's been as transparent as we have and as accurate as we have been in this bear market. And uh, I feel strongly and passionate about that. Um, but just circling back to, to to where we are now, the the macro landscape is still not good. If you actually look at um, stocks and cryptocurrency, particularly Bitcoin, they're very correlated. And yes, they they move all, you know apart uh, and decouple from time to time, but they're still fairly uh, closely correlated. The moves for stocks are far bigger than than Bitcoin. Don't get me wrong, um, but if you look at stocks and you look at um, you know, recessions and, and stuff in the past. And, you know, I've plotted this out and uh, shared a, a chart. 
you know, um, you see the the Fed pivot each time you see a big pullback for for stocks. So I anticipate a big pullback for crypto. I think that's going to be the mechanism that causes this one. It won't be uh, what people articulate as a black swan event. Um, you know, just re re you know, remember a lot of people that are in this space weren't about in these last recessions. Uh, not, you know, when I say not about, they weren't of perhaps an age uh, or they weren't about one of the two um, to really take any notice or, you know, any real understanding of of what was happening at the time. So, you know, that they're treating this as if it's a black swan. Um, same with FTX. I mean, it wasn't a black swan. We noticed it beforehand. We highlighted it before Z. Z, uh, C, C. I'm just going to say it. it's just my accent. I am saying it correctly. Um, you know, but we highlighted it. So it couldn't have possibly been a black swan event if people were highlighting it before it happened. Um, and again, we're just going to highlight when that Fed pivot happens, I expect the pullback. Um, it's either going to retest the lower lows uh, or it's going to set a new lower low. Um, what I am not saying is that people should not be in crypto and should not be purchasing it. I don't think those words have ever come out of my mouth. Uh, what I am saying is uh, I'm continuing to dollar cost average in the space and, um, you know, reaping the the benefits when the markets do pull back. Yeah, definitely dollar cost average, and I think is the best approach to an extent. Obviously, this again is documented in the Discord. I've also kind of started drip feeding my DCA um, buys into the Discord as well. So as Chris mentioned, I think transparency is key in this space. We are fully transparent, so why not document when I'm also doing my DCAs? But when you were talking there about the Fed and um, the recession and everything that's going on, from the FOMC yesterday, from the minutes meeting, we did obviously kind of take from that that they do expect um, a mild recession later in this year. So for me, it does appear that this is obviously going to be dragged out much, much further than we did anticipate, and that this bear market could indeed drag out a lot further than any of us thought it's good and bad that depends which um which way you would like to look at it it's, it gives you more time to accumulate more time for the, obviously the price to drop and you know to to build up the bags that you're investing here so you know there's two ways to look at this it's not always a bad thing yeah i i really don't think that any of this stuff has has been bad if you've been paying like close attention you avoided the vast majority of collapses in this space bar one or two, which were the, the earlier ones that really sort of opened my eyes a little bit wider. You know, I got personally caught out with Celsius, but after Celsius, like, I, I guess it's okay to make mistakes in, in this space. And I think that the vast majority of people will make mistakes in this space. Uh, but the biggest uh, thing to to highlight is the learnings that that are made right like i i truly believe that you shouldn't make the same mistake twice and that's you know the the main reason why i think we caught ftx it's the main reason why we were one of the first if not the first to highlight blockfi um and various others um you know it was pretty much from from making one mistake um you know but with that you know, I had good risk management. So I didn't lose like my entire portfolio. Like you see many people talking about losing their, you know, full life savings because they had it all on say FTX or all on Celsius or all on BlockFi, for example. So I think, you know, um, learnings are always made, but this is a moving uh, target, um, a market that, you know, various different fundamental um 
you know changes can can impact and uh back in 2022 uh after we saw the the latest lower low in november uh, people were asking me what my prediction was for the next low and i was saying may june uh, and i haven't deviated away from that uh in the slightest um but what i would say is the fed did kind of uh delay things a little bit with a, a 0.25 yeah. Uh, when it should have been a 0.5 based on my analysis, you know, through that period. So um, could it be later? I think, yes, it could. But I think, you know, I'm still going to leave my um, my lower low prediction uh, from last year in sort of May, June time. Um, and, and potentially that moves out. But we need to kind of see what what happens over the next few weeks and and uh, months, to, to be honest. I think... Um, is a moving target and people need to to understand that you know this isn't uh an easy thing to 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 do right like um there's many different you know financial instruments there's various different fundamental macro environment scenarios to to sort of do analysis on as well as all the technical analysis and and that that, that nick does there's an awful lot of moving parts and i don't think people really appreciate that there's um, people in the traditional finance market that have been calling shit wrong this entire time. Um, you know, you see people on TV. I mean, uh, Jim Cramer, for example. I mean, when is that guy ever right? Uh, and he's been doing it an awful long time. You know, um, I could list many people, but I think, you know, that should be a sign that, you know, it's not easy, right? If it was easy, everyone would be doing it. There would be no views on YouTube because it's that easy. Everybody could do it. And uh, I do see the likes of BitBoy saying how easy it is. And, you know, it's a rinse and repeat kind of job, but it really isn't. And uh, anybody saying that is uh, full of shit. Yeah. So the Jim Cramer indicator, I think, is obviously going to turn into a bit of a meme in this space. Whenever he tells you to buy, sell. Whenever he tells you to sell it, buy it. But yeah, um, don't just go on that just for full transparency. It's purely a meme. But um, yeah, sure. yeah, I'll quickly shout back to there to what you're saying, everything Celsius, but obviously Voyager as well. It's a shout out to the crypto mm -hmm. boys here because they've been nailing everything Voyager. You know, I think the everything going on Voyager, I think that's due to wrap up kind of in and around this time. So, you know, check them out for everything Voyager. Do, I do like everything they are doing there. But uh, yeah, just to touch on it, for if you want to hold us accountable to what we say, and obviously we... We're of that nature. We will, we will be held accountable for everything we say. The 1st of December live on this channel, if you want to check out the live that is there, we all called these, this scenario when a rough time for the bottom, a rough expectation for the price for the bottom. So everything is still there. You can check it out. There's nothing hidden here. So it's still live on this channel. It's still on this channel under the live section on the podcast channel. So yeah, everything that is there for you to see, there's nothing hidden. Yeah, I mean... Um... We, we've been highlighting, yeah, I, I put out a video on the the main Cheeky Crypto channel yesterday with all the links to the videos where I was calling all this stuff, um, you know, and uh, arguments with uh, local village idiots on, on Twitter about, you know, uh, shorting the bottom at like 15, 7 or something, um, which we never did. So, um you know, I was like, show me the evidence because there isn't any. There's no way you can show me like a screenshot of me saying I'm shorting Bitcoin because like uh, that never happened. Um, but I can detail um, 
fully transparently everything that we've done and said uh, and continue to do so so it, it's one of those it's um it's interesting times i think that um we're experiencing similar sort of uh i guess uh i want to say comments um but we're called them engagements where um they're very similar to june um and when i say june you know before the the bottom came in when we were saying that you know to expect a, a new lower low um and that you know is kind of how i feel about the comments that are being made now i think people aren't really looking at the bigger picture um and i just encourage people you know whether you you know choose to listen to us or not uh, it's completely down to to yourselves um but what i would say is just make sure you have good risk management preserve your capital um and and just make sure that you're not you know overexposing yourself uh, and that goes into any sort of uh investment instrument right not just crypto because i think there's going to be other financial instruments where people get caught out immensely i've been smiling the whole time you've been talking about that there how you shorted bitcoin was it said 15,000 or something? It's literally documented. That's it's on Twitter as well now, highlighting um, the, the alert that comes up in the Discord. Chris bought Bitcoin at $15,801. Never shorted it, bought it. So, yeah, so come on, guys. Slight, slight difference, right? Like, um, look, I, I bought at uh, 18, 17, uh, 15. Um, I, I bought higher, but you know, like the way I dollar cost average is um like there's there's a few there's a few arguments. So let me get into to to how I dollar dollar cost average because it confuses the hell out of people when they look at my buys because they're like, Chris is buying at 19, but he says he expects it to go down to 16. Why would you do that? Well, I like to dollar cost average on the way down. So like they start off really small. So if I have a price target in mind that I really, truly believe it's going to get to that price, um, I might dollar cost average in at, say, 20. But that would be like a really small percentage, like less than a percent of what I plan to invest in it. Yeah. And then as it goes lower, it'd be like a percent. A little bit lower, I'd be like 2%, 5%. Yeah, and then it's like 50% at like 15, 8. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, I was expecting 16 a, around that time, not 15, 8. So, you know, uh, it went a little bit lower. I didn't catch the bottom and it's not about catching the bottom. Um, but, you know, like it goes up and, you know, when it goes to to more reasonable prices, I will start to, to dollar cost average back in. And, uh, you know, it confuses people because people are like, why didn't you just buy like, 80% of it at 15.8. I was like, well, you know, as much as I believe the the price is going to move to a certain, you know, area, that's never a guarantee because of fundamentals and uh, how fundamentals could change. What happens if the US dollar collapses tomorrow? Like, what does that mean for Bitcoin? Like, where are people going to put their money? Like, we can guess, we can, you know, have an educated guess. But we don't really know. Nobody does. And hindsight's a wonderful thing. It's uh, wonderful that people can sit there um, that don't watch closely enough and can say to, to vast amounts of people that they shorted the bottom when in actual fact they bought the bottom, um, at least close to it. So, you know, I think narrative is something that we've covered a little bit and uh, can be dangerous. It can be really, really uh, positive, but it can also be dangerous. 
Um, but there was something that I did see, um, just coming slightly off the this topic. FTX, what's going on with them? Like uh, FTX is crazy. <laughs> have they found some money down the side of the couch slash through the potentially through the government or through politicians? I I I I speculate, of course. Sounds like somebody's trying to keep a certain someone out of jail. Yeah, it looks like they're trying to keep several people out of jail, but that's just my opinion. <clears throat> yeah, this is nuts. Obviously, I think we we kind of nailed FTX. Um, very well when when next seen everything happening um with liquidations you know everything going on again back in the channel you can check it all out out in the sure. main channel should we get into that a little bit how we stumbled across it because uh we look at very uh like a lot of different uh pieces of you know data and it was actually on a live stream on twitch so you can't actually watch this anymore for those of you that don't know twitch um only allow the videos to be posted for like 15 days um, but I think it was around the 5th of um, November. I could be wrong on the dates here. You know, 4th, 5th, 3rd, 4th or 5th of November. And um, we on the um, the live stream would, would look at liquidations and uh, FTX stood out massively. Do you remember why, JP? Well, there were grabbing money but every available opportunity they could <laughs> they they were they were uh liquidating an awful lot of people and uh they were liquidating far more than we had ever seen a, a single exchange liquidate and it stood out massively so after that stream uh i started digging a lot and um we started putting posts out in the discord to say uh expect some fud on um ftx and it might be worth shorting FTT and Solana. Um, and that was the 6th of November that that post went out um, after I'd, uh, you know, been investigating it. Um, and then it, you know, uh, was becoming more and more like, this is bad, like looking at the the transactions, the wallet transactions and stuff. And uh, we, we started telling everybody to get out of FTX. Yeah. And then off the back of that, um, yesterday, yesterday we seen the mass massive jump. It was like one hundred thirty percent as a uh, one hundred thirty percent increase in the FTT token back on Binance. So Binance are um, allowing you to trade the FTT token again. But yeah, we're seeing that. Um, yeah, F FTX are are going to try and bring themselves back. Yeah, I I'm uh, really confused. They found. Over seven billion dollars. Uh, I'm going to say down the side of the sofa, as you do, um, with all your very wealthy uh, and political friends, um, and and they're looking to to you know restart the the exchange. Now, the question that I've got for everybody watching, um, and I really do encourage everybody to actually comment, you know, down below. Do you think that this is a good thing? is the, the the first question and would you use the ftx exchange after all of this those are my two questions i'm really interested to to find out what the community feels about the relaunch of ftx would you put your money back in a bank that took all your money off of you <laughs> yeah never gave it back yeah. you went so why would you put it back on an exchange that never gave you it you know took all your money so basically yeah. what happened to you was andy did Dietrich, very hard name to say, Dietrich, um, of Sullivan, Sullivan and Cromwell 
at the bank at the court hearing on Wednesday say that FTX managed to recover cash and crypto for seven point three billion dollars. You know, it's just it's so wrong. It's so wrong that this is even a question that this could be a possibility for FTX to come back. It's to me, it should be illegal. They should not be allowed to come back. They've wrecked so many people in this space, liquidating them unnecessarily. You know, there's a certain rich, very rich man in the world right now with very rich parents with some nice luxury um, property down in the Bahamas right now. You know, it just feels like that. Um, this is all coming together just to try and keep this little person out of jail. Yeah, I think that it's also potentially to keep a lot of the politicians out of jail as well. And, yeah, um, I'd like to I'd like to find more about that because, you know, there's going to be so much stuff about this case that we won't ever know. And that's the unfortunate part of it. We just won't. Yeah. There's going to be some dodgy backhanders, some shirt and ties high up in certain institutions that they need him to stay with jail. They need this court case to collapse everything to, you know, get brushed under the proverbial rug here. But it's just so wrong. So bloody wrong, it it really is, and uh, yeah, I, I, I am, I am shocked. I I'm not shocked about an awful lot of things, but I am shocked, and will be shocked if FTX, uh, you know, goes live again. And uh, I, I imagine that if it does go live, it'll be okay because uh, there'll be so many new people coming into the space that won't have ever heard of FTX, um, and would have only have seen like ftx in a positive light you know with like the ads and um you know stuff at like the super bowl and, and, and stuff like that so um yeah scary really um but at the same time would you would you be putting your money into to ftx uh I, my my thoughts are that you know uh there should be some questions i always circle back to it um learning from your mistakes so you know uh, are you really are you really learning from your mistakes if you go back to FTX and then the regulators? What are the regulators going to do? Because uh, they failed investors, uh, the regulators, and uh, there needs to be change there. It's obviously it's not just in the US though. We're seeing the the Japanese leg of FTX, FTX Japan. Obviously, um, there was a, a court document published on the tenth of April stating that. FTX Japan are looking to reopen out in Japan. So I think it's the 23rd, is it the 23rd of this month that the, the court case is going to be. And we're going to find out everything related to FTX Japan, if it's going to reopen. But this FTX Japan collapsing was the, the catalyst for Japan's regulations, that, you know, everything forcing down um, on crypto out in Japan. So would the government in Japan allow this to happen? You know, wrecking so many citizens and everything else that happened out there because it was very bad. It was obviously it's FTX related. Everything was very bad. So I don't understand why it would be allowed to reopen. It'd be the same. I don't know, like Voyager and Celsius for them to reopen as well. I just think it would be criminal for for us to see this happen. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, should we move on to something more positive? <laughs> I don't know. Let's let's have a look at Cardano. Um, we've got uh, Cardano Whale. A whale um, predicts Cardano bull run. Uh, his uh, timing uh, and likely trigger. So I'm not really too concerned about the the, the timing, just because I think uh, the reasoning 
is wrong anyway. But um, <laughs> it's ADA Whale on, on Twitter has had an article written about them, uh, which is wonderful. Uh, every bull run starts with a narrative. Chris has been talking about narrative and how dangerous narrative can be. Um, <laughs> just uh, go watch that video on narrative if you haven't already. Uh, last one for Cardano was the Shelley slash staking. I don't really think that was the actual narrative for cardano last time around but oh. we're we digress we're, we're we carry on uh next one will probably be tvl so that's total value locked way below previous all-time high of three dollars and lower daily as ada tvl grows it hits one billion from there the narrative will feed on itself i really disagree with this um you know, uh, I think TVL is never going to be a narrative. Uh, it's a consequence. Yes. Um, you know, uh, a narrative um, could be that Chris is wonderful and Chris always gets something right. Or Chris is always wrong and Chris always gets it wrong. Um, that is a narrative. Now, um, you know, TVL is a consequence of that. So a consequence of Chris getting things right all the time would be Chris gets loads of views on YouTube, right? Chris gets it wrong all the time. Chris gets no views on YouTube all the time, right? That's a consequence. That's like TVL for, for YouTube, uh, you know, playing the YouTube game, right? Um, but like what I would say is, um, for me, the true narrative um, that will be uh, the catalyst for Cardano, and you can let me know your thoughts and opinions on this, JB, will will be artificial intelligence and machine learning. Uh, we see already seeing a lot of the projects um, building on on Cardano, um, you know, through the Singularity Net umbrella. Um, we also believe um, the side chains. Um, layer twos will also be a big narrative slash uh, catalyst for the growth of tvl the consequence mm -hmm. of a narrative so um look i just wanted to to touch on this we see so many articles uh written uh, this one's from you today um which is absolute nonsense um and i thought not, I'd not, it out not today. me today when you said you today no, 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 not you today. <laughs> you today, the, the news company, uh, if that's what we want to call them. Um, but there is another narrative. Do you want to enlighten people, JB? Uh, another narrative that can have a positive consequence for TVL. Yeah, before I dive into that, I'll quickly go into what you were just talking about there. So two of, well, as everybody that kind of listens to whatever comes out of my mouth knows that the two projects I'm biggest on in this space is Singularity Dow and Cardano Zeta. Now, to see Cardano and the Singularity family partnering here, you know, working together, the artificial intelligence integration into Cardano, I mean, I'm sitting here a very happy man. Um, I think it's absolutely fantastic that this is happening. But this also leads on to other partnerships that are now, you know, coming to, to light with Cardano. And again, it's another thing that's quite pleasing for me to see that Cardano uh, will become a top EVM chain. And let's break into this a little bit. So... The, uh, sorry, a top EVM and gaming chain. So what we're seeing is that Cardano are going to be going into collaborations with Pima Studios and Milkomida. So this will allow users to be able to pay. I'm just going to read this off so I can phrase it correctly for you. Users will be able to play all blockchain-based games on other layer one blockchains without having to bridge their ADA tokens to another network. You know, 
this is great for 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 what we want here. I think it takes a lot of the the, the use for Ethereum, um, the costing, everything like that. It's going to make it, you know, it's going to be better for us as players um, of these Web three games, um, Web well, some Web two games as well. It's going to be as well, isn't it? You know, all in all, I think it's absolutely fabulous that the likes of Milkamida and Pima Studios, um, you know, they're they're looking to Tucker to Cardano to help. I, I think I see it in a way as to help us out to make things more affordable. But you know, it's bringing everything together all around here that's showing that the 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 use case of Cardano as a whole. You know, brilliant things. I, I love I love reading everything about that there. Yeah, I think gaming obviously is going to be that next uh, narrative as well. You know, you've got various different. Um, play-to-earn, metaverse kind of games, Pavia, Cornucopius, and and so forth. So um, I, I, I think that Cardano is really teeing itself up very nicely for the next bull run. And, uh, you know, you've got the Lace Wallet, and uh, we've touched on that on the previous podcast, other videos on the main Cheeky Crypto channel, um, making it easy for, for people, uh, again, supporting with mass adoption, having an app store that basically, you know, where... Uh, verifies whether a project is legit or questionable makes it easy for you to to stay safe in the space and so much more like there's just so much you could talk about but what i would say is we also have to look at you know uh perhaps some of the hurdles that you know need to need to be uh sort of uh i guess raised how do you move people from other chains into the cardano ecosystem there is a cost for companies to move from one chain to another and having the evm compatibility and uh you know not having to worry about the change in programming language and, and all that sort of stuff these are all things that are hurdles that i think that uh, cardano are positioning themselves to overcome which means it's going to be cheaper for uh, companies to also move over and as we see eth um you know burn mechanism you know take hold uh, i do think that it's gonna uh, become you know quite expensive for transactions on the chain i think layer twos are going to do really well off the back of that but it's a reason to move over to cardano um also tied um, to that as well though <clears throat> the the security aspect of it so what's synonymous with everything that's happened with the gaming you're talking axie infinity in the ronan bridge hack so with you being able to directly use your ada tokens eliminates the risk of bridge hacks and obviously i think that's the biggest thing to take from this that's going to be in my eyes and uh, the way i've kind of looked into it is it's going to be more secure you you're alleviating the risk that was previously there as i said obviously the a bridge hack it was an absolutely ridiculous amount of money that was um that was stolen there so for this to happen you know it's yeah very bullish in my eyes i'm happy to see it awesome um so I'm going to lead on to something because we've talked a little bit about like how we've performed. I've just actually seen somebody in the uh, Discord say, I made cash when you highlighted the USDC de-pegging. So again, yeah, there's so much good. there's so much stuff that we do here like in our community that a lot of people that just watch the YouTube channels don't get to see. So jump in the Discord, free to, to join. Um, you know, the Patreon membership, like you could potentially and uh historically pay an entire uh month or an entire year's worth of um you know membership fee off just with one airdrop yeah we've seen that right um and 
you know, various other trades and all that stuff that we do, right? Super uh, priced, um, you know, for for everyday people to to be able to to get involved. But you know, this person's made money off of USDC peg, uh, de-pegging. How did that person make money? Well, I put buy alerts to say I was aping into USDC uh, and made a, a, a nice little nine percent profit when it got back to peg. So. You know, there's all these things and it's it's great to say, you know, and hindsight's a wonderful thing, but would you have had the balls to just as a, an influencer, if you are an influencer, would you have had the balls to do that publicly and put your money where your mouth is? Because that's what you get from us. Like you know, we might go against the narrative and, uh, you know, do things slightly differently, but, you know, we get results and I think that uh, speaks volumes. But um, we thought it would be great um, to basically highlight a nft airdrop for everybody um now obviously it's up to you whether you participate in this uh, i believe that it's going to be on the cardano ecosystem um there is going to be some great utility uh for this nft um but i'm under nda so i can't really say too much it's a free mint so you know it's uh, absolutely free for you to to participate in it i personally know the team um they will go public but they're not public at the moment um it's kind of an underground movement um you know rebel against boring old ideas um and uh, didn't you know come to sit here quietly uh we came here to riot and uh this is uh token riot um you can go follow those guys on um twitter um i think this is going to be something pretty special um so yeah go to to twitter token riot and um make sure that you're giving them a follow saturday um you will have the nft free mint um i believe that it's going to be limited uh so you want to be prepared if you want to find out more about the uh free nft uh mint jump down into our discord and ask away we'll keep everybody up to date on this one um the last nft mint that i personally highlighted um you could have uh, got absolutely for free and you would have made a minimum of six hundred dollars if you had sold on the first day uh, after mint yeah that was for the digi gaku dragon eggs from super bowl halftime show yeah um, I've Which managed was a, to pick, I've managed to pick one up on the secondary. I never got yeah. one during the halftime show. Yeah, I'm the same. I got one on the secondary. Uh, so I was one of those people that basically uh, got sold to. Um, <laughs> but what I would say is that would have paid more than one uh, year's membership for the Discord, and you would have had some change for a lovely meal out. So um, look, uh, there's a reason why we're we're talking quite a lot in our, our Patreon member section about airdrops because the potential is huge uh, and like i say i personally know the team on this one uh, although they're not public just yet um you know uh, i really do trust this team yeah so obviously the airdrops as well we've seen the one with binance for the easter egg hunt i've been playing that myself as well but there's um, a few asian uh, names at the top of the leaderboard and they're like six thousand eggs ahead of or uh, points collective ahead of where we are. So I think that's obviously quite a good one to get in on. There's some uh, mega returns from there. So yeah, plenty of opportunities here. As we said, like you, you can physically make a living off of airdrops. There's there's plenty of people that do already do this. So 
it's definitely worth keeping your eye out. Not every airdrop's going to be great. Not every airdrop you're going to be able to get in on. But if you can just jump on an airdrop that's absolutely free and you're making money off it, you know, why would you not? Yeah, exactly that. I mean, um, you know, we 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 have the high uh, the 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 airdrops highlighted for for members for our Patreon members. We have uh, project reviews and ratings. Uh, we get three of those a, a week. Um, like I say, over three hundred and fifty project reviews and ratings uh, done in the last you know year or so. Um, we've One got... other thing I want to I want to cut off here as well. Um, the weekly quiz in the Discord, yourself and Gemma need a big shout out for you. You've been absolutely nailing it with these quizzes. They're fantastic. But we need more of you to jump into these quizzes. We need someone to take down end times fun. The guy has won it far too many times. <laughs> um, yeah, jump down on, on Wednesdays. Um, jump into there. Jump into the quiz. A lot of fun. That's all it's for. It's fun. There has been prizes here as well. You know, it's come join us down here and somebody take down end times fun. The, the guy needs to stop winning. He definitely needs to stop winning. We definitely need uh, some some new people in the the quiz for sure. We do crypto quizzes, um, all sorts of different quizzes, some like Easter ones, Christmas ones, New Year ones, and and all that sort of stuff. So definitely worth checking those out. Good fun and uh, great to to engage with the community. We have two weekly uh, AMAs, uh, frequent AMAs. I will add, um, you know, with Nick and myself, where you can ask us anything. Um, ta on request for uh, our trader members and uh we have the introduction of the ai bot as well um you know basically identifying trade opportunities for our trader tier and we have the trader elite section now with uh loads going on uh our personal trades and all that sort of wonderful stuff um uh, so how do you access trader elite you become a trader member and then um you just uh basically sign up through our affiliate link for BitGet or Bybit and you get the additional access. Um, so yeah, it's pretty simple steps. It's good. The Discord's absolutely popping right now. You know, the interaction with the, all, all the, the members up in trade. I'm not just going to highlight traders. So I'm going to highlight the whole Discord um, into the members chart and that, that chat's always popping. There's a lot of great ideas in there. Everybody, you know, throwing ideas between each other down in members chat in general chat there's you know seeing a lot of new faces down there as well so we can only encourage you guys obviously move yourself up in the tiers and you know more of the the discord will be opened up to you um yeah just i think it's absolutely just such a special place right now the numbers yeah. the, the numbers we're seeing coming into the channel as well um yeah i think it's brilliant yeah i think the the thing to highlight is it's uh it is more than just like a place to get trades. It's more than, you know, just getting airdrops highlighted to you. It's it's a community of investors looking to, you know, support one another to, you know, become financially free. Um, and I think that's that's really important. It's about <clears throat> building generational level wealth. It's about leaning on each other's experiences and learnings. It's about making sure that you don't get caught out with scams, you know asking one of the you know the the community you know have you come across this it seems too good to be true because you know what like people will tell you right now that's a scam stay away from it like the amount of money that you will save just from that alone is is, is worth every every penny i mean the no no question's a dumb question I and mean, we really do mean it when we say that so obviously we've seen the other day there was issues with like something that problem with the ledger now, at the time, I think the majority of us over in the UK were sleeping when the question was asked. Um, so they had the community jumped in here and, you know, kind of walked them through um, some of the some of the possible solutions. 
it turned out there wasn't actually an issue. It was just a, a bit of a delay with the updating. But it's neither here nor there. It's the fact that the community are willing to help each other. It's a safe. It is a safe space. The the security to get into that Discord is. I, I know a, a lot of people will 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 know that the security is super tight in there. It's, it's it can be a bit difficult to get into. We do understand that, but that's there for a reason. It stops bot invasions and the unwanted entering the, the Discord. So it is a nice safe space for everyone. Yeah, and um, there's there's an awful lot of work that goes into everything that we're we're doing, right? Like um, there isn't just one thing. There's there's a number of different things. You know, the uh, uh, alerts for things in the trader section that you know might move the market. You know, these are the things that you know you might be getting into a trade, and a TA looks really good, but something fundamentally has just been shared in the media, or there's an event coming up, and actually, I I want to make sure I know about that event, you know, because if I'm about to get into a trade, but then they're going to introduce staking, that might change the the outcome of my trade. So there's there's lots of different things going on. There's areas where people can share their open trades, and they can talk about it with the community and. Uh, you know, people in the community can ask questions around that trade um, and all sorts of different things going on there. So lots, lots of opportunity, lots of uh, education with the shorts, you know, you know showing signals and um, patterns and all this sort of stuff. So, yeah, look, uh, why do we talk about it a lot? Because like we're passionate about supporting the, the community be successful in this space. And that is the only reason. Well, the, man, the mantra's there in place, it's never changed, it's to help build generational level wealth, and it's exactly what, you know, the, the intention is here, that we want to see everybody prevail in this space. Financial freedom, I think, is something that every single person wants, everyone, to an extent, deserves. So, you know, we've got a great community here working together to to try and make this succeed. Yeah, and I want to be like really clear, we're not financial advisors and we're not giving financial advice. All we're doing is sharing what we're doing in the space. We're, you know, uh, putting ideas out for people to explore, uh, you know, and uh, we encourage everybody to to do their own research and, you know, not just aping, uh, aping, ape in to, you know, different uh, projects just because we talk about it and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, the stuff that we're sharing, our ideas, our movements in this space, it screams loud and clear that, you know, we've been very accurate, um, you know, for the last year or so. So uh, I wanted to kind of just share more than we usually share, um, talk about it, you know, openly. We have a transparency report in our Discord that details any paid promotions or anything like that that we do. We don't do like paid like video content we have channel sponsors and affiliate links and you can see all of those details in our discord we're not hiding anything we we share openly all of the stuff that we're doing in this space and you know i want to be really clear like no one including ourselves will be right 100 of the time not all trades will be successful but with good risk management uh, and a good approach and a long-term mindset um, you're setting yourself up for for success and um, you'll be, uh, I guess, right more than you will be wrong. Um, but you've got to have the principles as like a base layer in, um, you know, in this financial space, as well as, you know, investing in other financial instruments. Yeah, definitely. So obviously we've filled this out quite a bit here, guys. I think that would be a good time to wrap up. Great. So I will leave you the same as I always will leave you. If you are going to be trading, please do trade 
nice and safely. Have a nice tight stop loss. Make great gains. Staying safe in the space. Um, perhaps to see you later on tonight for some Call of Duty. We've been streaming that again. So obviously we're going to see more of this. But yeah, guys, please do take care. Thank you for watching, liking, and subscribing. See you next time out. Yeah, super. And uh, I'll, I'll echo everything JB said. Um, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Mash up that like button. And uh, I will catch you in the next one. Take care.